You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. All right, welcome back to our next episode of Farming Assets. If you're listening to our podcast, if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, Asset Coach and Tax Strategist, welcome. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe now. Give us a thumbs up if you like our content. Feel free to add comments down below. Share us with family, friends, colleagues, whoever. Remember, our focus is you, the business owner, or you, the person who is looking to reduce your tax liability. You're looking to become a business owner. You're not sure what to do, how to do what to do, how to view things, how to look at different things. You're looking from a different perspective, something maybe a little more productive than what you've heard or positive than what you've heard before and with other other advisors, other professionals. So we're continuing our 2023 open the vault strategy. <laughs> we're, we're busting open the doors. And if you watched our last couple of episodes, our, you're kind of getting an idea. If you listen to the last few episodes, you're getting an idea of what we're talking about. We're diving in deep, doing what we need to do. And so in today's episode, we're, we talked about cash flow recovery. We went through our tax savings formula. We talked about what it looks like to get closer to your fair share of taxes. And so today what we're going to do is we're going to dive more into your personal expenses. Now, we do something called mapping of cash flow. We want to look at your personal cash flow, see where it's where you have fixed expenses, variable expenses, unallocated expenses, and to kind of dive in a little bit deeper. Now, when we talk about cash flow, we're talking about your personal lifestyle expenses. We're not talking about budgeting. I don't care where you spend your money, how you spend your money. It's your money. You work your you-know-what off for it. Go have at it. Work hard, play hard. I don't care. Just know that every dollar you spend personally already has a tax consequence to it. It had to come from your business, from cash flow, down the income funnel. You've paid taxes on it or you're going to pay taxes on it. And there's that tax cost liability for your personal expenses. Okay. So spend whatever you want. But if you're complaining about your taxes, this is an area that it could be beneficial to understand. Now, we're going to dive into personal lifestyle expenses and what we talked about last episode, adding in inflation, adding in taxes, okay? And so we're going to continue our dialogue. So before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here. If you're watching us on the YouTube channel, and now if you're watching us or listening to us on our podcast, I'm going to describe what I'm going through. And the first thing we're going to talk about is the rule of 72. Now, jot this down. Again, you need to have a piece of paper and pen in your calculator and we need to dive into this. So rule of 72, what is that? Well, that is if you take a percentage of something and you divide it into the number 72, it's going to yield an answer of how long it takes that money to double based on that percentage you're dividing into 72. For example, well, my financial advisor says I should earn an average rate of return of 8%. So if you take the number 72 divided by 8%, that means every nine years, your money is going to do what? Double, okay? That's what that means. So that's pretty cool, right? That's exciting. Well, the other thing could happen too. What's the other thing? Well, let's say you have a credit card balance. Oh, and that credit card balance, you're being charged 15%. Okay. 
could that dividing that into rule 72 cause how your money doubles? It could. Now, part of the credit cards, right? They have a minimum payment, right? So you have a minimum payment that you have to pay and all that fun stuff. So there's a few other variables, but let's talk about inflation. Let's talk about that inflation number. Now, the Fed, as you saw on our other episodes, talking about the Fed goal, Federal Reserve. So when we're saying the Fed, we're not talking about the federal government. We're talking about the Federal Reserve. Their goal is a 2% inflation. So I'm going to put 2% in here. So that means that your dollar is going to be worth. So let's write here. We have $1. And in 36 years, if inflation reduces the valuation or what we're able, our purchasing power, that means in 36 years, then our dollar is going to be worth 50 cents. All right. Well, that's good to know because if I'm what, 30 years old, that means in 36 years, I'm going to be 66. Ooh, what's that usually the retirement age, isn't it? Oh, so I have to figure out how am I going to get my dollars to grow to hedge this cost of inflation. This is just at 2%. This is why they say put money in retirement accounts. You need to put, you got to earn six, seven, eight percent. You got to put money in there and it's gonna hedge inflation, right? Well, there's some there's some mistakes with that. And the reason why there's some mistakes with that is that we also have taxation that we have to deal with on those, okay? But let's look at this. This is interesting. So what's inflation today? Well, that's a good question. So inflation is closer to what? 8%, right? Well, that's what they're reporting. Now, do you think inflation is going to be the same? Do you think it's going to be 8%? Well, let's say it was 4%, which is still historically incorrect. But if we had the 72, 4%, that means every 18 years, the value of our dollar drops, okay? So that means in that same 36 years, that 2% we're, our dollar is going to be worth 25 cents. Wow. Okay. So that's a big deal. So now historically, we'll look at historical numbers and inflation numbers, and it affects us now. Now, the other thing we don't talk about with inflation is that the inflation numbers with the Fed is countrywide. What if you live in Los Angeles or Southern California? What if you live in Chicago, New York, Austin, Dallas, Miami, right? We can go through all the major cities within the United States. Do you know that those areas have higher inflation than the rest of the country? The rest of the country brings that average down for those large metropolitan areas where you're sitting in a larger metropolitan area and you're like, there's no way inflation's 8%. Eggs doubled in the last year. I'm still paying $4 a gallon in gas, right? You can go through all this day-to-day -day stuff and that's the key here, right? That's, that's how we need to understand it is that this is really case by case. So if you're if you're planning based on national inflation numbers, and you're planning on staying in Southern California for the rest of your life, you're maybe underestimating inflation, okay? But if you're saying, well, but I plan on moving out at retirement to a low, an area that costs less, well, then maybe that may be the case, right? You That you actually, your expenses may drop a little bit.
Okay. So we just need to be weary and cognizant of that. Okay. All right. So let's dive into this a little bit more. And what you're going to see here is that just a spreadsheet, right? I'm doing just a spreadsheet here. So just trying to keep it very basic. And what's this 12,000? Well, if you remember the last episode, we went through and we talked about your personal expenses, your income, personal expenses, what your profit was and all that fun stuff, right? So we said $12,000 and then we bumped it up to 15, right? Just to be conservative, right? And that's your fair share. Well, look at here. If we're at a 24% tax bracket, which is what we were, and we're assuming a 2% inflation, and we put 12,000 here, well, look what number's here, very close to 180. So what's the difference between that? That's your taxable income. You're making 180 at a 24% tax bracket, nets out 144 in expenses, net after tax. Okay, so that's why you saw that number, why I estimated it there. So now you kind of get an idea. Now, if inflation's at the Fed rate of 2%, and let's say you're age 45, and you're going to want to retire what age? 60, 66? Let's say, let's just say it's 66. Okay, so we're going to assume 66, and we're going to, let me highlight this here. So we have a highlight. There we go. All right, so now look at what happened. We went from 180 to 270. There's your double, right? There's your double, 30 years right here. So now your same expenses, $12,000, you need to, you're going to, it's going to be $18,000. Okay. So we got 180 and then we got 270. What's, what's that? What's that at? Let's, let's see what that increase is. It's about a 66, 67% increase. That's pretty significant. Right. So now let's look at, okay, tax. Let's say tax brackets stay the same. And let's say inflation's 3%. Okay. Wow. Now it really went up, didn't it? It went from 180 to 332. Right. What's that increase? Okay. Now, now we're looking at a significant increase from there, aren't we? So that's the problem we're looking at here is when we're looking at inflation, okay, I'm going to leave it at 2%. Now, what if in this period of time, does in tax brackets change and you're no longer in a 24% tax bracket, let's say you end up being in a 30% tax bracket. How does that affect you? Well, now you have less. You, you need $283,000 now instead of what you needed before, which was 270. So you need, you need $13,000 a year more of income. Okay. So this is very important to understand, right? And now this is assuming a, what, a 20, 21 year period. Okay. So if we looked at the 36 years, okay. So let's see here, 45 plus 36, that's age 81. Here you are. Okay. Here you are. All right, so what's that What's that mean? Well, let's bring this back down to 24% because that's what we've been talking about. So you go from 180 to retirement at 280, so, I mean, 270 to now 360. There's your doubling at your 2%, right? And this is really your life expectancy. So as you get older and you get into retirement age, inflation doesn't stop, right? And so you're slowing down your investments. You're becoming more conservative but that doesn't change with inflation. What if taxes go up to 30%? Now what happens? It affects you, right? It affects you, okay? So we need to understand this as we as we go through this process 
and we dictate how how this is all going to affect us. If inflation went to 3%, how's that going to affect us? Well, now at age 66, I need almost $50,000 at a 30% tax rate. And my expenses are no longer $12,000 a month. They're $22,000 a month. But all the way to age 80, life expectancy, now I need $34,000 to live well, you're not going to have a mortgage. You're not going to have this. You're not going to have that. You certainly aren't because you can't afford it. Can't afford it. So let's dive into some some more numbers. And let's talk about this a little bit more and look at taxes. Now, here's the interesting thing. So here's the tax brackets, right? And so here's the 180. So let's talk about the tax brackets first. And then what's the progressive tax system? What's that look like? Okay. And we've gone through this with some of our other videos, but I'm going to dive into this in with this video. Okay, so here's our 2023 tax brackets, and we're a progressive tax system. What that means is that this income range is going to be taxed at 10%. So your first $22,000, you're not going to be paying taxes on it. Okay, until you make more than $22,000, then you're going to pay 10% on the first $22,000. That's $2,200. Okay, now anything between $22,000 and $89,450, you're going to pay a 12% tax. So you're, let's say you're at $89,450 on the nose. So you're going to pay an additional 8094 You add those two up, 10294 is going to be your total tax at this bracket, okay? Now, as a business owner, what happens? Well, we said you were at 350 right? So you're in a 24% tax range, and you're going to pay what? You're going to pay 70000 in taxes. So your first $190,000, you are going to be paying 32000 And then the, the remaining... After the 190 minus the 350 gets us 159,000. So 159,000 at a 24% tax bracket it, or tax rate is going to le- yield us another 38,000. You add these two up, gets you your 70,000. Okay, that's that's the quick run through, so to speak. So when we run through and say, okay, timeout, I don't need 350, I need 180. Okay, great. So now we are understanding that we're actually in a tax bracket that's needed and we shift over here and based on the progressive tax, we're now looking at what? A $30,000 tax, okay? So that's essentially your new tax rate. So when you scroll down and you go down to, and you look at your tax savings, well, now you're looking at 40,585. There's your tax savings. Okay, that's the difference. And that's the tax bracket management. Okay, and that's what we want to make sure we do is understand that. So this is a progressive tax system and and how it works. So when you're looking to save money on taxes and you're coming up with tax strategies, you're not saving money on taxes on the on the early stage, you're saving money on the later stage. So it's almost like a funnel. Remember that our income funnel? So let me bring that, let's talk about that. All right. So let's talk about an income funnel. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little drawing here. And so this is a funnel, okay? And so your first income is at 10%, and then 12%, and then 22, 24, 37, right? So your 37 is at the very top and your 10% is at the very bottom, okay? So as your income increases, you have more income, the higher you pay tax, the higher percentage on the more income. So the opposite is true. If you're saving tax income from being taxed, you're getting a savings on the top number and not the bottom number, okay? So that's important to know. So this top number, you're saving money on taxes. So that's your tax savings. That's your rate of return. So now you can look at it. Oh, I'm gonna, I got a 24% t- rate of return on that tax savings of 40,000. 
Are you going to get a 24% rate of return with really no risk in the stock market, in real estate, in anything else? Not really, right? So that's how we need to look at this and manage this is based on that. So if you need to go back, look at, uh, go back and review this, jot down your notes. If you have comments, you have questions, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're like, oh my God, all these numbers where I couldn't keep up with you, Bob, head over to Asset Coach Tax Strategist, our YouTube channel. Look at the numbers, look at this visually, use the two side by side if you need to, but this, this is really important. We need to understand these numbers and understand how inflation works. We need to understand how taxes work. We need to understand how our expenses and our income tax, how it all equates to each other. It all comes together and combines to each other on how we figure out what kind of plan we need to do. And so that is very important to understand. Hopefully this was helpful. Go get ready for our next episode because our next episode really going to go through some examples. We're going to go through some personal expense examples. How do I bring down my personal expenses down? How does conventional wisdom tell me to do certain things because I'm going to get a quote unquote tax savings such as mortgage or retirement savings? And But in reality, as a business owner, is that really a smart thing for you to do as a business owner? Check out our next episode. We'll talk about that. My name is Robert Wolf. I'm the CEO and founder of Terra Firma Business and Financial Consultants. You're listening to our Farming Assets podcast, or you're watching us on our YouTube channel, Asset Coach and Tax Strategist. Make it a great day. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.